0: We're live, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Cole's on mute. Zach's laughing to make me feel better. It's the classic dynamic.
1: <laughs> I was just watching that classic uh, Norwegian response there to apparel. Is that a trademarked
0: phrase? Is that a thing? The Norwegian classic response. Classic
1: Norwegian response. Yeah, yeah it's, it <laughs> is. It's like a what is it? An Irish goodbye, kind of. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm familiar with that one. <laughs> Pretty
2: much. Uh,
0: we kind of did an Irish goodbye on this um this show for a beat there. What's it been? A month and a we half? Did. Two
2: months? It is. Almost two months. Long. Well, what was it? The like the week of Christmas twenty twenty was the last. Oh yeah, so month
0: month and a half. Yeah, Zach and Cole just kind of disappeared on me, and I was like, I can't keep
2: this shit on my own. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's exactly how it happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into it. This is the Super Bowl episode. You already know what you're here for. If we were gonna do anything this year, it'd be this episode, Um, because we like talking about ads, and we also like talking about. the Chiefs getting lambasted on national television. <laughs> uh, unlike oh, last wow. year, I don't have to be drunk during this episode because <laughs> Chiefs didn't win. So we're, we're set. We're already off to a good start.
1: Spoiler <laughs> alert. Spoiler, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Tom Brady won again. Chiefs lost. I had that DVR, man. Come on.
0: Would you DVR it so you can skip through the game and just watch the commercials?
1: <laughs> uh, okay, <Hey.
2: laughs> classic advertising Whoa, joke.
1: Classic. We gotta ad- watch that film, you know? Guy over here.
2: <laughs> yeah, get it. The jokes you watch for the commercials, not the game, because <laughs> we're in advertising. There it is.
0: You know, I'm not very comfortable with the energy we're creating in the studio today. I came here <laughs> to have a good time, and I just feel attacked. <laughs>
1: We're well. We're we're rushing the proverbial gates here, you know. I mean, whoa. Uh, we're, <laughs> I, you know, we will not stand back. And we stand didn't record now, during that at all, did it's we? It's time to go.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Okay, <laughs> fuck the record. capital. Uh, quote protesters, aka rioters, aka insurrectionists. That's, that ain't that ain't cool. I just realized we haven't. Wow, we've there's been a lot that's happened in the world that we haven't recorded. <laughs>
2: yeah mm-hmm. a lot happened since we last uh since we last talked
1: and we all thought 2021 was going to be a lot more chill didn't we
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know um okay speaking of that uh let's talk about these ads uh, a lot of trash content this year i think uh, i'm just going to throw that out there uh cool <laughs> 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 You know, the game was great, but yeah, the ads are a bit of a disappointment. Although I do want to just preface, like I've been a part of two, well, technically three um, film broadcast shoots during COVID to the last couple months. And it is, ex- it is, it is a challenge. So I think the fact that we were able to have as many live action, non-stock image Super Bowl commercials as we did is kind of a feat, a testament to our industry um and like which is very cool you know there's there's a sense of normalcy in that although i do i do think that i just you know i i don't think it was the best year for ads um for the super bowl but uh let's just start let's break this down i'm gonna just put it out there i think my favorite was the norway with will will ferrell uh you know just i thought in it was way, a very
2: norway.
0: yeah i was gonna make that too and then i was like no way norway than. No and way! You, then you said it,
1: I, and then I said it. I'm not better than that. <laughs> well, clearly GM isn't either. So,
0: yeah, I just I just want to say, like, from like from a strategic standpoint, it's funny. Like when my friends texted me after the Super Bowl, he's like, "So what was the what was the best one?" I'm like, "Oh God, this is the life I live now in advertising." <laughs> well,
1: best one. Eh? Um,
0: I think like with Norway, what what I appreciated about that and General Motors' approach is like, if you think about the the need for mass like electric vehicle adoption um but you think about how it was handled with like hybrid cars like i feel like half the country um if they're republican they just instinctively hate the prius right and i feel like in general environmental like fuel and alternative fuels and kind of you know alternative energy like that can be a for some reason can be a sticking point uh, in in like a lot of american consumers eyes And it's thankfully getting better and less and less people are averse to it. But I thought it was kind of a cool way to like subtly make having electric vehicles be like a nationalist thing. Like America needs to be number one. Other countries are beating us. We don't like those other countries. Let's, let's be number one in this. It just felt like a very, um, very subtle way to be like, Hey, all of you people that like are like America's number one, by the way, like let's make electric vehicles. that same Mm -hmm. deal. It just seemed like a very subtle thing to like make, um, alternative fuel vehicles cool to like a wider range of Americans that maybe wouldn't otherwise adopt them, mm-hmm. um, which I just thought was subtle and I appreciated because I I felt like I saw what they were doing. Also, Norway's responding in classic fashion. I want to give a shout out to Adweek for their lovely paywall that I can't get through, um, <laughs> so I can't see all their responses, <laughs> uh, but I've seen a couple on Twitter and like there's like a university that's like, "Quick, Will Ferrell's coming, hide!" and they're like having like college students be like. I pay tuition, and then off camera, like I pay tuition. It's like, just it won't make him come. It's fine. Just, just say that. <laughs> um, which is cool to see that they're having fun with it too, mm-hmm.
1: doing whatever they can not to upset Will Ferrell, <laughs> <They didn't... laughs>
0: arguably the the hairbringer of destruction from America. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, what I yeah. <clears throat> kind of going off of that, Trent. What I liked about this was that it was like. It was one of the best ways to not sound preachy. You know, yes. it's so easy yeah. when you're when you're making an ad about something as large as electric vehicles and an announcement as large as GMs, which was like they're transitioning to, what was it, all electric fleet by 2035? I think mm-hmm. that's what it was. Or, yeah, or a substantial amount, at least, of electric vehicles by 2035, all new models, whatever. It's very easy to make that sound super preachy. Um, and by using this comedy approach yeah, and like pitting us times. against Norway, mm-hmm. um, it, it it was not preachy. Like there was not an ounce of preachiness in it. It was funny. It was enjoyable. It told a story. And that approach is, I think, more valuable. It wasn't my favorite because I was do think valid. on that same token, mm-hmm. more valuable. It was valid. The, the, the approach is valid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the approach is valid. I think yeah. on that same token, I. I do think the way that they did it actually underplayed the gravity of what they were saying a little bit, but I think in all, underplaying it is better than overplaying it because overplaying it it immediately makes the ads like awful. You know what I mean? Like you can tell right away that it sounds super preachy and annoying, and you're like, okay, yeah, we get it. But underplaying it, while the gravity of the situation might not have come to fruition, it still is very comedic and enjoyable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and it, so Zach, with uh, that in mind, oh, Cole, hop in. Oh, no, uh, I'm going to put gonna this. Too, I
1: think that like it was nice having like Will Ferrell as kind of like, I mean, I think he was a really good fit for it because so he can just mm-hmm. like, you know, like yell basically at you at the camera and it can be <laughs> funny. And I think too, it also adds as like, um, you know, he's almost like more of like a proxy for the audience in a way. It's not, cause it's not like you can think of it as being like yeah. an uncle Sam kind of like, we gotta get the electric vehicle. But you know, it's, it was like more than that, you know, which I think was, uh, was at least good yeah um
0: i was just gonna bring to both of you zach you bring up a good point um which is really the point i was making you just made it better so we're both really smart is what i'm getting at (laughs) uh but uh (laughs) um but the how do you compare that then to like volkswagen's um government mandated uh electric vehicle uh ad campaign launch back in 2019 I just have the government mandated in there so we don't forget, you know what they did. But
1: <laughs> Look at this. A little throwback here.
2: Oh man, you
1: know, um, it's like two different
0: ways to launch the fact that yeah. you're, you know, you've got the super kind of like stylized, um you know, dark space, turn on the lights kind of situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, or Will Ferrell yeah, yelling I, at Norway, which I feel like Americans love both of those things.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think you got to think about which is oh, more effective been, to for Americans. Otherwise. Whereas like, you know, yeah. you, you kind of made the point before about Priuses versus like pickups kind of, you know, Prius versus a pickup is the best way basically to even show how somebody voted and probably how they feel about electric vehicles too.
0: And parking in so, downtown centers.
1: Yeah, exactly. So just being able to like, um, you know, again, make it more of like a rallying cry. I think in that sense was, it is really, uh, you know, important and big. And again, too, it's like they subverted expectations, I think, which is good. There's, you know, and I think looking back, I don't think that that Volkswagen ad was like a top necessarily ad. I guess it didn't run during the Super Bowl necessarily, did it? But it was.
0: No, it uh, in the summer.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. So. Again, I think this one just was a better way to make a bigger splash especially for an American audience because we don't have like a national mandate to like <laughs> to to fight climate change yet unfortunately. We are still pretty divided on that top- topic, uh, whereas other countries probably a little bit easier to get behind. Um, you know, so.
0: Yeah. It is a good point though. I think like it, even just a different it's a 2018 is a or 2019 is a different world from than 2021, too, right? And <laughs> In a lot of ways, (laughs) God, but like, I think too, um, it's just a couple more years of like, Tesla's becoming more and more in the cultural, like subconscious of America. You know, we're seeing like, Oh, Ford's got that electric Mustang, you know, it looks kind of weird, but it's still cool. You know, it, it. I think like people are maybe becoming more and more aware of it too. So maybe it's no longer about trying to advertise to those first movers. And to your point, it's trying to advertise to the mass adopters, you know, the late adopters.
1: Uh And I mean, that's the thing too. You got to figure if GM, again, they're making this huge move again, something that two years ago, you would have never thought to see that GM is going to be only making electric cars in less than 15 years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you they're have to get people to buy cars, times, right? Like, yeah, you have damn. to get people to actually want to because I think what electric vehicle sales currently make up like less than one percent of the U.S. market, so it's like, yeah, yeah Tesla's going to the moon, so yeah, like, this is true, but Tesla can't make them all, you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we'll see.
0: Um, speaking of uh that, right, and just we're talking about stuff that's just in the cultural context or subconscious rather uh let's talk about jason alexander um a man that i'm always happy to see
1: that Um, i'm surprised i didn't make it on any of the top here's the thing actually that one was a a pretty good one
0: i was gonna say ad age did give it a five star rating um but uh shout out ad age you know for well actually i I have a subscription to Ad age so i can't trash them about their paywall (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Adage for following us on Twitter. We um, hope you like us. So, I think it's interesting to your point, Cole. Like, I, I honestly, like, I'm not vibing with the Ad Meter. I, here's the thing. I a little look behind the curtain for anyone who's maybe not in the industry yet, um, or anyone who's just not familiar. The Ad Meter is just a fan vote. Like, so I just feel like sometimes it's not super accurate. Like, I don't think the average consumer is getting up at 9 p.m. from their couch somewhat drunk full of pizza and nacho cheese doritos or maybe that's just me but like i don't think they get up go to their laptop crack their knuckles like "Mm, well time to go to usa today and vote on the ad meter um and so i just i don't know i think like it's it's mostly it just feels like it turns into an you know an all agency email chain of like vote vote for our ads vote for our ads and it's I don't know i feel like it's kind of skewed in that because of that you know
1: Mm -hmm. well yeah i mean there's no perfect way of measuring it i think that though the point you bring up is like when we're looking at the differences between ad age or ad week and the ad meter is we clearly have a, a distinction between you know concepts here whereas i'd say that a lot of the ones obviously that the the pros picked you know are the ones with the probably the arguably the better concepts things that are a little bit more profound i mean at the top obviously let's grab a beer that was you know incredible spot i i i love that one of course i mean not even on that but at the same time you look at the ad meter and what we see is literally the top two are rocket mortgage with tracy morgan which i also loved but again <laughs> it's more gimmicks versus uh you know other things, and I feel like admittedly yeah. the Super Bowl was kind of dominated by gimmicks celebrity uh you know uh I mean, celebrity. I
0: guess at the end of the day certain is better,
1: yeah, and I think you know if <laughs> you look at the risk in the market, I think too, and the fact that I mean hey six months ago we didn't even know if we were gonna have a Super Bowl, really, you know it was. Yeah. And, yeah. I think that Zach, that exactly.
0: thank you for laughing, Cole. That went over your head, but that's the that's the tagline. That's from the, the name of
1: the Morgan. spot. <laughs> <laughs> is what well, certain is better. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also
2: <laughs> on the the point you guys are bringing up, I think there's a, a distinction between like what is a good Super Bowl spot and just what's a good advertisement in general. Because you do mm-hmm. Trent, to your point, you have to take into a f- account that atmosphere. Like people are watching this at parties, drunk, stuffed mm-hmm. with food, caring about a game. They want to see silly gimmicks you know they, like that's the stuff that's going to resonate and that they're going to remember it's not necessarily a nuanced concept because nuance is lost when an audience is rowdy as hell or whatever you know what i mean this yeah. one's a little this year in particular is different because not as many super bowl parties if at all you know like more people were probably actually watching but you think of that atmosphere and it's actually the lowest going to resonate um
0: interestingly enough i think only 96 million watched which is the lowest in and really yeah that's
2: crazy. crazy.
0: Um, um Let's go to that point though, because that's a good point. The the context and the nuance of spots during a Super Bowl. I remember, um, you know, reading about back. I think it was in the late '90s. uh, Wyden and Kennedy uh, did like a Super Bowl um, campaign for Subaru, and it had like I think it was like meant to be like a commercial, a quarter. And I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe the whole premise of it was uh, Subaru, like it's like building a car, like the first quarter, you're seeing some stuff getting made, you're seeing something else get made in the second quarter. And then like the fourth quarter, it's like the whole thing comes together and drives. I could be, I could be slightly off on that, but I think that's the general gist. And I remember just reading, it didn't perform well at all. Like people missed, you know, people might've missed the first quarter. They had the sound off during the commercials in the second, and then they see the end. It just has no context. Whereas like, if you were to see it all together on its own, it would look great. So let's talk about, um, you know, Paramount, right? And uh, those little bits of ads and characters climbing the mountain the whole time. What did you guys think of that?
1: (laughs) We're coming for you, Droga. (laughs) (laughs) Cole said it this time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you talk about the way that you need to, like, use an ad throughout the Super Bowl. And I think, admittedly, it's like we talk about these ads that break things up, and it's like, yeah, you're right. It could really mess it up and not work. But then I just think back to, it's a tied ad. And it's like, that is the execution that you need. You know, it is possible, you know? And mm-hmm. I mean, again, that was like kind of a unique circumstance, let's say, that maybe only a PNG g or a big company could do. But either way, these are all big companies advertising. And you think about, it's just about finding that concept that can drag people in. Because again, you have the tagline, it's a tied ad so people can latch onto that real quick and then it just goes throughout i don't know i feel like there's a way to do it and i feel like paramount the only thing that i got from it again was was okay now i know a little bit what's on paramount plus now and you know in the end maybe that's enough for them but yep you know i i don't know i wasn't drawn in i don't know about you guys but that's yeah i wasn't
2: drawn in by them either but i I don't think they were horrible and that's like to your point I think they did communicate exactly what they needed to and hey here's all the characters or people that you're going to see on Paramount plus the story like of like walking or hiking up the mountain getting called to the mountaintop um, might have been lost on some people obviously especially if you didn't need them all Mm -hmm. but I don't think it was. I don't think the story, like you didn't necessarily need to know as much about the story. They were just hiking a mountain. Like it was uh, Mm -hmm. hiking a mountain with 30 second vignettes with like a couple funny parts in them. So you could watch one of them and still kind of get it. And all of them had like the thing at the end. So I didn't mind it. I didn't love it. It was just, eh, eh, eh. For Mm me, (laughs) like somewhere in that range. Yeah, But I do think it did at least a good job of like communicating what the product was going to be. Definitely. And I think as a side note too, I think that's
1: interesting is just like, you know, you think about all of these streaming platforms as they launch, and they literally all have like the same strategy is like content, content, content first, you know, it's like yep. you have Disney Plus, and what do they launch with? They've got Star Wars, they've got Marvel, they've got Pixar, you know, there you go, done deal. They've and got they Disney. Max, <laughs> literally just smashing together all of the random shit that's on the platform. And that's their ad. That's an HBO Max ad. And it's like now Paramount is like doing the same thing, essentially. It's just interesting that in the end, content is what, you know, content's king. That's what's yeah, good.
2: It's the characters. That's what yeah. That's what gets you to, it's the characters in the
1: shows, what gets you to, to pay for these services. So mm-hmm. do smart you in that, that sense. Do you think that in this age of uh, influence, so to speak, that we're, you know, moving more and more into here, that that's kind of the power of celebrity is like increased here on a lot of these? Because, I mean, again, you can't find a top ad in the bunch that doesn't have a celebrity. Cameo, except for you know the beer ads, pretty much. Um, Well,
2: celebrities—the thing about celebrities are it's the safest way to create a sentiment for your brand Mm -hmm. without having to develop a concept that's risky. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really easy to slap a celebrity onto your spot, and you immediately create the same sentiment that that celebrity carries. You know, their brand is attached to your brand. So if it's Will Ferrell, like funny guy, you know what I mean? Like, I mean that's a very simplified explanation, but. Dan Levy for the M&M's ad. It's like a charming uh, character that's been a a huge part of pop culture. And so when you do that, it's just a very easy way to create some sense of connection with the audience uh, Um, quickly and simply. And I feel like that's why a lot of people, especially in a year that was so rocky and there were so many different directions you could go. Do we reference the last year? Do we not? Uh, Do we talk about like the hopefulness of the future? Do we not? Celebrity is the easiest way to just say, or we can just, or have like lemons dropping from, from the, the sky guy. and have this. Or have lemons dropping from the yeah. sky, which I thought was also pretty fun. Yeah. Can we See, I thought the last moments, line, you?
1: like, sold it. Is yeah. <laughs> it was, like, so good.
2: Um,
0: also, just during that, they had that promotion, that partnership with a dude with sign. Yeah. Um, on, you know, he's I loved that. He was at the game. Yeah, uh-huh. with the sign. And then, like, you've got <laughs> freaking Jim Nance is like, Dude with a that's dude with a sign. You can see him on Instagram <laughs> trying to like, figure out what the fuck that was about. Like,
1: <laughs> he's like oh, they're oh, having me please. read this. So uh, that's that's dude guy. with. a he's, sign. He's got a sign. What,
0: what's the sign say?
1: <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I saw two responses to that where I saw some I saw a, a, some people like being like, "Okay, this is awesome, really cool." And again, it, it's a cool pop culture moment, I think, too. And then some people being like. He held up all of these signs like to social distance and do all of these other things like over the past year and then he went like to the Super Bowl. (laughs) To the Super
0: Bowl. You either die (laughs) a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the well-compensated villain.
1: Exactly. (laughs) exactly.
2: For the money. Can you imagine? (laughs) The social
0: distancing at that Super Bowl was so confusing because it they made the cutouts have the jerseys. And so it just looked like the stands were completely full.
1: (laughs) It looked like they were completely full. (laughs) Yeah. It was so funny. yeah mm. oh man what well, did we i, I was Go gonna ahead. say i got a bone to pick with a, a couple of these ads really quick what, Before... we
0: talk about doordash is that what you're gonna talk about yeah <laughs> yeah, it was. yeah hit us with i was that. gonna
1: talk about doordash and i was gonna talk about uber eats all right because i have a kind of a, a problem with we'll the have a sandwich angry. with tomato <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know if you guys have seen that ad Yep. During, yeah Mark Hamill.
1: Yep. yeah <laughs> now admittedly it's like um no i mean the ads themselves okay doordash again the neighborhood good sentiment i dig david digs and so i'm glad to see him in an I ad dig but,
0: yeah, but cool. at the
1: same time uh and this was a point i know this was going around on reddit and a couple other places making the point of doordash used a five point five million dollar ad spot to promote Plus production their one million dollar cost.
0: Out, yeah <laughs> you
1: know donation to charity. And then also we have Uber Eats as well, which again, shameless use of uh Cardi B. I mean, it says it in the ad, which the acknowledgement I think is there, but you know, you still did it. But also at the same time I have a problem because the frickin' Uber Eats and DoorDash and all of those companies just spent Hundreds of millions of dollars lobbying uh, California to pass a law that basically allows them to not give their drivers health insurance, to do all these other things, not have to classify them as employees. And it requires a five, six majority in the legislature to overturn it. They basically spent hundreds of millions of dollars to cement their power within the state and then they just turn around and say oh well here now we're going to spend all of that money they they make these arguments oh we need to do this to protect our drivers we can't pay them anymore we can't and then they turn around and spend money on these spots so that's my bone to pick again i know that we're not talking about the companies themselves but still it it taints my opinion so mm. all right. i'll get up my soapbox old man old man's uh, <laughs> the- don't break your
0: hip getting off of it and no, i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> well yeah well, no, i mean I, yeah and- i'm with you i think it's that's the thing too is like it's great that they raised a million dollars you know for sesame street like that their charity i forget what it's called but um it it's just a it's one of those things where it's like again like i don't know super bowl commercials cost a lot i don't have issue with a company taking a Super Bowl moment to promote that they do something, but mm-hmm. to your point, Cole, in the context of how they've operated the last year, I mean, like, it's just it's uh, it's a little bit skizier, and you know, it's especially too. And it's like, I would, I I don't know, like uh, like I like like I have a DoorDash subscription. I use DoorDash, um, but it, it, but it is a matter of like, <clears throat> if you look at a brand, you you want a brand that supports its like customer base and it's like really like the main the main people that make up that doordash brand are the restaurants themselves not the consumers that buy the food
1: mm-hmm. and, uh, exactly
0: yeah it's uh yeah you would have liked to have seen maybe uh hey this is kind of a crazy year we got this law passed that we really wanted and let's now like turn an eye to the future about what we see for the restaurants that we work with you mm-hmm. know but instead it just felt like they were trying to just slap it on the table and be like yeah that's right we just paid that money
1: um mm-hmm so yeah and again too i mean i think most people probably aren't gonna be of the same opinion as me but again they're uh you know that's uh, that's just the in that california but i think you're problem. i think you're totally right and the ads themselves you know not bad again the neighborhood one i mean the ad was so nice and and fun you know and who doesn't yeah. like the, the the sesame street of course, you course course i was State gonna Better.
2: I was gonna say from an no from an ad standpoint, I thought both of those were, were some of my favorites. I like DoorDash more than I liked Uber Eats, but I, I really enjoyed the I Uber, like Eats Uber Eats ad. I thought it won from it was a good it was a smart selection for a celebrity. It was also uh-huh. a good use of that celebrity, like using David Diggs for what he's actually good at. The uh-huh. tie into Sesame Street was good and the support for local restaurants as like their push forward was also smart.
1: Uh-huh. That
2: disregards everything you just said about the actual brand and what's going on from a business perspective, which you need to take into account. But from an advertising perspective, mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed the DoorDash one. It was probably in my top three.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel you. No, it is. I mean, this is an advertising podcast. I And <laughs> and it was it was good. It yeah. shouldn't
2: be tethered. It shouldn't. I mean, you have no, to you're, take you're, into account both because yeah. it's a brand thing. Like, I'm, I'm not saying to discredit you. I'm just saying if I were looking at it strictly from an ad, it was one of the most enjoyable of the night. I think it had the clearest message and the clearest build for the brand from a perspective of what they want to do or what they are doing. And it had a really good use of celebrity, whereas others did not.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, to your point, Cole, a lot of these gig economy brands have spent, you know, the greater part of the last few years saying it wasn't me quite often. Um, so it was interesting to see Cheetos to start to say the same thing. It so you guys <laughs> about that it. <laughs> Amazing! That
2: might be the best. Oh trend. my god, that was great! Yes, Trent with the transitions and, and exactly also
1: what I wanted to talk about. We're
2: back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you never hold me down. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this ad in particular has gotten some mixed reviews online. But personally, yeah, I loved haters. it. <laughs> I know yeah. I loved it. Well, and yeah. I it might be because like that song resonated so well with our generation going through college. I feel like it had a resurgence in popularity. It's always been a popular song, but like, you know what I mean? Like I, that could that could have played a part in it. Yeah, uh, I just loved love them. I thought this was hilarious. Like mm-hmm. the like Shaggy rewriting his verse to be about Cheetos. And then just the joke at the end when Mila's got, like, the Cheeto dust on her lips and Ashton Kutcher's like, hey, did you steal my Cheetos? And she hides them on her back and she's like, it wasn't me. And he's like, oh, okay. And Shaggy's like, well, that's the first time that's ever worked. (laughs) It was, like, my favorite joke of the entire night. It was so funny. And just, like, obviously, like, that shit never, ever works. And it was just... Acknowledging that was hilarious. I Uh-oh. I thought it was so funny. You
1: know, I think you're so right too. And it's like the resurgence of like Shaggy as meme like has <laughs> definitely like makes it more relevant too. And again, too, you know, I think again a lot of people are getting hate or or hate hating on it. You know, for some of those obvious reasons. You know, it's very overt. It's like, yeah, it's pretty silly, but like Ashton um, Kutcher's
2: singing voice is atrocious.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. It is pretty rough. But at the same time, it's like you know we just talked about uber eats shameless cardi b you know promotion like in a, in a super bowl of like using celebrities in order to like sell your product and again like really pushing on that i feel like um this was one of the better executions and more clever and involved uh, gimmicks so yep yeah and dude, that, that shaggy verse fire. Yeah. A yeah, hell of a shaggy lot better verse than than about Cheetos.
2: Fire. Mass,
0: so. The Cheetos themselves. Fire. <laughs> Love
2: it. Well, and on that same thread about just like use of celebrity and like the shameless use of celebrity, but also like doing it with taste. I loved the Drake from State Farm ad. Yeah, I thought yeah, it man. was hilarious and it was so simple it wasn't like a new campaign you know they weren't reinventing the wheel it's the same cast of characters that they always use pat mahomes aaron Rodgers, and the jake from state farm but they all had their lookalike characters for the super bowl set and jake from state farms character was drake like the the actual drake (laughs) which you can't get a bigger celebrity in your spot but just the subtle like drake from state farm pun was hilarious and i also just
0: as patrick mahomes like double yeah Which is mm-hmm. great because one, nothing alike, but two, you know, Paul Rudd being a huge Chiefs fan is kind of a funny little Brian. Yeah. yeah, right.
1: Yeah, I, I loved that.
0: Paul Rudd mm-hmm. pulled off the jacket, though. I'll give him credit for that.
1: Yeah, for real. And I, I am mean, though, I'm wondering, is, is Drake just have that heart, like, shaped into his head? I, I think that's
0: was, like his thing right now.
1: Oh, really? Oh, man. I, I don't yeah. like it. But that's just me. Oh, <laughs> why you hate love? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. You hate love pretty is that, nice. f- is that fake love is that not <laughs> real on his hair well <laughs> no, i'm sorry trent i'm sorry <laughs>
0: um, it's, um, it's very that. reminiscent of the snl skit with him uh, drake's beef uh, yeah right no, say honestly, it and he kind of looks I, down and he's I, like fuck i'm getting
1: mad <laughs> admittedly too i feel like it's like drake is the straight man is like maybe the best use of drake <laughs> it's, i don't know <laughs> It's was good yeah. what uh um, you
2: brought it up briefly let's talk about uh flat matthew oh, i want to hear your guys' thoughts on on mr flat matthew mcconaughey yeah. I, mean,
1: I had seen i had seen, I guys, exactly I had seen promos running up to this where they were talking about flat matthew and and uh with the kite and stuff there were some like teasers that they had thrown in there i was like what the hell's going on here and uh yeah and I, then i was thoroughly underwhelmed by the final product so. <laughs> agreed (laughs) in and in my in my haste when i saw what was happening on the screen i accidentally said oh it's flat michael at the time and then no (laughs) one at my super bowl party knew what i was talking about (laughs) they're like uh well and i think the other
2: thing too with matthew mcconaughey is like this dude is like attractive there's no denying that you know what i mean but making him flat made him like a two out of ten and he's normally like a 15 out of 10. Like I'm serious. Like it was just like you took all the best parts of Matthew McConaughey when you made him flat. And then it was just like the funny jokes about him being flat were kinda of funny, but kinda of not, and without the attractiveness factor. Eh. eh.
0: So so who did it better? Who did flat better? The Matthew McConaughey or the Bud Light Super Bowl fan cutout?
1: I like the Super Bowl fan cutout. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. That's a great ad too, honestly. I, I really like that. That that wasn't a Super Bowl ad, by the way. That was yeah. That yeah, was I, I, that came just, out
2: last year, but that was a that was a, a
0: football ad.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, ad. Just, just the close,
0: but glaring difference, Cole. Yeah. Oh no, I
1: oh I'm aware. I'm aware. I just like that. <laughs> I just like the. <laughs> yeah, <it>. yeah. <laughs> I, I like Bob
0: Matthew. It made me <laughs> chuckle.
2: It made you chuckle
0: it made me chuckle but then again like i'm like I, i'm just the type of matthew mcconaughey fan where, like as far as his acting goes he can do nothing wrong in my eyes
1: mm-hmm. no I, there are definitely points i was chuckling in it you know when he's like in the late night interviews and stuff like that talking about being flat and all this stuff i mean it was it was like a funny and then he just like expand
0: in the vending machine like
1: yeah, yeah that was that was, that was pretty good it. the it a perfect ending Perfect. Ending. I will say
0: the product looks like trash. Just in my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a huge yeah. Doritos I'm, I'm a little fan. bit. I will not be eating 3D chips.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Where are they going I, with that one?
1: Yeah, chips work because they're flat. You know, it's not like I, I that's like it, kind it, of the it, point.
0: It feels yeah. like every 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 year there's a Super Bowl ad to announce some random ass like product, like Jonah Hill t- leaving Martin Scorsese waiting Dude, as he like tries to get. That was exactly what
1: I thought of when you said that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or like the only, like literally the only Super Bowl ad I remember from when the Broncos won in 2015 or 2016 was a fucking like Puppy Monkey Baby. And oh, I don't okay. even fully remember what that was. I think it was like Mountain Dew or
1: something. Okay. Puppy Monkey Baby, I, I do actually like, but that's a different matter.
0: Puppy <laughs> monkey Baby. <It's> like, Puppy <laughs> baby. It, just, it feels like every year it's like there's there's got it. I'm sure there's a prop Inside. bet, but I'm always taking the over on like there being like a bunch of random product announcements for like fast, like junk food brands
1: hmm Well exactly. Please. They just always gotta go wacky and weird. I think that's that the, the, the Mountain Dew ad so this
0: year with John Cena. That just I totally forgot about that until now.
1: Wait, John
2: Cena? Yep. Yeah? Yeah, he was Mountain in Dew. The Mountain Dew Ad, where they made you count Mountain Dew bottles and then give away a million dollars to whoever got closest or correct. Oh okay. yeah. was it
1: this Super Bowl? What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I the ad supporter. itself was
2: like pretty. The I mean, the entire ad was like, okay, cool. Nothing's really happening except there's like Mountain Dew bottles flying everywhere, and then mm. it makes sense at the end because then John Cena's like, so if you go on Twitter and like at us and um, like say the number of Mountain Dew bottles that were in this spot, you could win a million dollars. And so that was kind of the whole thing. Is like it was like, what the hell's going on? There's Mountain Dew bottles flying all over the place, and then they're like, count them for a million bucks.
1: Was, that was oh, it dang. yeah I must have been in
0: the <laughs> ad age had a funny line about that they're like for the record we feel like it'd be rude to point out that a cool million seems kind of low considering what pepsico had to pay to air this ad so we're not going to do that
1: <laughs> yeah it's that's, again that's down the rabbit hole of you know grading the companies on their ethics which is <laughs> again we've, we've been down that rabbit hole <laughs>
0: Toyota did great as always. I think nice oh, to yeah. see. I uh, n- nice to see those ads going live. I didn't, you know, I didn't work on a ton of them, but I had the pleasure of at least being able to be behind the scenes and see them work on some of those ads. And uh, you know, who knows if the Tokyo Olympics even happen? It looks like they won't. Um, so there's a lot of great content. I wonder what they do with it. But um, you know, it's uh, it's cool to see one of those come out with uh, Jessica Long.
2: Yeah, I mean, and from a craft standpoint, like wow, yeah. like. It, yeah, it was just a beautiful, beautiful ad. And from a story standpoint, that's one of those ads that you saw people the next day posting, like you know, I mean, like the little girl with disabilities or like people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly the picture that's in my head. Like so much power in that. You know what I mean? Like, oh my goodness. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was really good. It was totally. There were so many more funny spots this year. Like this was kind of like a return to like mostly humor, which is like the Super Bowl that I remember growing up. Like. That's what I remember from the advertising. And in recent years, uh, we've had more, you know, like touching ads and and st- sort of storytelling pieces and less of like the humor gimmicks. And I mean, Toyota is just at the at the at the top of its game in terms of doing like that sort of approach. And they stood out this year because they didn't follow the crowd and go back to all of like the humor. And again, like I said, like the use of like the water, like going through the rooms and stuff and just like the way they told the story was
1: really, really, really good. It was gorgeous. Definitely the best. Well, I I don't want to say best series ahead of this, but you know, there, there's gotta be a heartfelt kind of like, you know, there's always one of those. I feel like, you know, and this was a, well, this was a good one, you know, well executed, heartfelt story, you know, all that good stuff.
2: I want to talk about the top three on the ad meter. Because we haven't talked about any of the top three on the Ad Meter yet. You we want, want to, to talk about, about Rocket Mortgage? mortgage. He deserves sure, some yeah. credit. <laughs> Rocket Mortgage and Amazon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: there we go.
0: Starting with Rocket burdened. Mortgage. Okay. Yes.
1: I, I mean, I like <laughs> two different style. paths. Sorry, <laughs> Walking away from it, I think this. Admittedly, <laughs> it's like my my like impression of the Super Bowl lines up pretty nicely with the Ad Meter because. I just remember I even texted you guys. I think I was like, "Oh yeah, that Tracy Morgan one's pretty good." <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I agree. It was the and it was the one that made me, dude. When the murder hornets fell on the dude's head, as dark as it was, that was the moment that made me literally laugh out loud. Like I think the first moment that I was like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> so,
1: I, I, I loved it when they I were actually really out enjoyed it plane, when they're jumping out of the plane. He's like, "I think these are parachutes." It's like, "This is a sandwich." <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, that's mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that was that was great
2: <laughs> yeah i mean it was very clear like right after they aired i was like this is probably going to be at the top for ad meter because it's like that's the type of super bowl spot that like
0: yeah it that is.
2: gets you up there it's just like s- mostly slapstick you know like funny gifts there's a it's funny gifts funny gaffes there was a good use of celebrity in the sense of like he exactly. actually had a person being there and the certain is better like line and like just the like what they were communicating about pretty sure versus certain was uh-huh. good. And yeah. yeah, I like them. They weren't my, like, I, I, it wasn't my number one. I wouldn't have put it as my number one, like they did on here, but I can clearly see why that came uh-huh. in number one and number two. It, it is very the perfect Super Bowl commercial to your point.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you guys watch, have you guys watched 30 rock at all?
2: No, um, me no, me like, I haven't.
1: That's my Tracy Morgan connection. I feel like, and it's always like, there's a line in it that's so funny to me where it's just like, we're really lucky that when I open my mouth, people laugh. Like, <laughs> and it just like I think that's kind of like Tracy Morgan's brand of humor, admittedly. And I think it was pretty well executed in this case. It felt very like in line with that. And again, it took it took me back to it made me want to watch Thirty Rock again. I was like, oh man, that's yeah. good, good shit. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the Tracy Morgan vibe. But uh, Alexa, what did you guys think of that one too?
0: Let me just start. Michael B. Jordan's great so nothing about michael b jordan i kind of just commercial annoyed me a bit like it was funny but i Mm -hmm. I, here's the thing because like i haven't gone back and watched it in in the heat of them i felt like there was like a setup there that i missed so like i was just kind of confused i was like is it that you have michael b jordan's voice is it that it's a new i think they were the point of the ad was that it was like a new body for alexa
1: yeah -mm. but
0: i was just it, it felt like one of those ads where i was like again like you had to get you had to have caught the setup um, and I didn't catch the setup live, and so like I just completely fell out of the loop. And I was like, "Oh,
2: Michael B. Jordan, that's cool."
1: Well, that's what I was thinking. Is like, did they show the product? Apparently, like, they yep, did. It was at the beginning. Oh wow! It's I, like a yeah, circle. It. It's like a yeah, you're right.
2: clearly, you guys have very different views of this than me. This was my favorite ad of the entire Super Bowl, oh, hands down. I think boring. it was the best one. Um can we talk well, about just, the I Tom like, Clancy
0: bus ad too for Without Remorse on Prime Video? Nice <laughs> <laughs> to see Amazon's keeping their product universe and you know cohesive. Yep, they are <laughs>
2: keeping their product. Yep. The that was one of the game. comments that people made. It's like, oh, conveniently Michael B. Jordan is starring in a new Amazon original soon. Interesting that they chose him to be in the ad. But I do think like, I mean, he's like a perfectly sculpted man. And I just think like that whole <laughs> idea yeah. of there's not a more perfect body that's how it starts is they're they're admiring the new alexa shape it's like that the new like circular one um and the uh-huh. the woman's like i can't think of a more perfect vessel to house alex and like as she does that the bus rolls up with michael b jordan on the side of it and mm-hmm. then she goes into this trance thinking about what it would be like if michael b jordan was the body that was her alexa's body so it's like then you got into all the all the jokes of like him taking his shirt off and covering the lamp when she has to turn the lights yeah. down. The husband's like, "No, no, Alexa, don't do that." Like when <laughs> they're in the bathtub together, and she's like, "Alexa, read to me." And like Michael B. Jordan's reading to him, and the the husband's outside, like other people need to use the bathroom. Hello, like I, all the
0: candles you know, I, in that bathroom. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and the same I point. think just the. Just the refreshing take of it not being from a male perspective either. Like sexualizing oh, so Michael, Michael B. Jordan, I think was was awesome in that sense, and mm-hmm. I, I just loved it. I just, I thought it was great. And I mean, just to piggyback off of that, Amazon three years in a row now has put out some really quality Super Bowl spots. They've been, I think, in the top three every year for the past three years, mm-hmm. and they've all been about Alexa. It was first Alexa's different voices, then it was the last year it was the What did the world do before Alexa? With all those little vignettes of like mm-hmm. what people did beforehand, and now Alexa's body, and I think they've just been on a tear. And I think this year was the best one yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, they they do they do always do a good job, and it's like Bezos knows where to use that money effectively. You get you know you get one splashy Super Bowl spot. It's like they're there, Tides there, a few other ones. It's like they've made themselves like a staple of the of the Super Bowl. Yep. Now now you know if you if you didn't see an Amazon ad, it'd be it'd be a surprise, you know? And also too, they were able to piggyback off of the, the coming to America movie. So that was, uh, another big one for Amazon. Mm-hmm. Big wins, big wins. for anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Lucky
0: generals has, has done a great job with them last few mm-hmm. years.
1: Oh, honestly, honestly, they I made do see they seem Like it's a, in a, a few years ago, they can, they can do anything.
0: Man. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, I, I think the ad's fucking are... hilarious, but it's, you you missed that, and I was like, "Oh, do we really need?" Like the whole time I was watching, I was like, "This is funny, but do we really need like another ad about another voice option for Alexa?" Because I, I thought it was like another Gordon Ramsay um, like kind of gimmick thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I kind of thought that too. Actually, I, I I wasn't as clear on the on the, that message, and I think again us missing that beginning part made it a little difficult. But admittedly, too, I had I, I feel like I had seen the ad a number of times too before the Super Bowl I don't know about you guys but uh, so it wasn't like a new thing for me you know I was like okay this ad again you know
2: yeah and that totally makes sense if you miss the beginning of this one it you'll be confused like you'll, you'll be confused it won't be as funny and also to your point Trent like if you miss the beginning you might think that it's they're referring to the voice again which is the same thing they did a couple years ago whereas like if you see the beginning you realize they're talking about the body and that's the point of it is like Michael B. Jordan's hot as shit and I want him to speak to me all day long. And she's like imagining it on the glass.
1: I loved it. I think though your point Zach about the, like the, you know, the female perspective there, that's like, I, that's like a really big, uh, you know, kind of shift. And I mean, I think that, you know, we did have Mr. You know, sexy Mr. Clean a few years ago as well. So it's not like the first time it's being done, but uh, you know, I think too, there's a, an old, uh, you know, stick or, you know, the old uh, stereotypes of the ad industry, you know, and I think it's yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely I mean, Adage, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, Adage got torched
2: on. They tweeted something about this right after it came out, talking about, like, is it sexist? Because if, if, if it was the other way around, like, you'd be getting criticism for being sexualized, like sexualizing women. Mm-hmm.
1: And they got lit
2: up. They got real lit up and they deleted the tweet very quickly. But that did happen and it was kind of. It was kind of wild that that happened because I, I did not first of it. all you you can't like the reverse of that like it's that's just not true it's just not yeah it it doesn't have the same effect you know what I mean it's like the same thing is like reverse racism like that's not a thing it's yeah, the same exactly. sort of like yeah it's the same sort of issue but it was it was it's, yeah I punch, just punching was, up
1: versus punching like, down you know kind exactly,
2: exactly. Yeah. yep exactly.
0: That's a good way to
1: phrase it. yeah yeah
2: all right there's one more thing I want to talk about I don't know if you guys have anything else but there's one more thing that I have to bring up. We might have uh, something. Oatly. Oh well. Like Oatly? Yeah. Oh. Do we think it was good? Uh...
0: I appreciate like the Gen Z funniness of just like dude in field singing out of tune with a weird song. <laughs> but like, <laughs> a people song will wrote, remember you know, Oatly, oat but yeah. wasn't good. I don't know how to. I don't. I don't have a read on that one.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, this was. I was just going to say too, bottom of the ad meter, I think is a, is a literally dead last point. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> well, and the funniest thing though, and this is really interesting. It reminds me of the Andy Warhol Burger King ad. Was that last year or two years ago when I think it was just that last one year. also, that one also came it's in dead been. last mm-hmm. on the ad meter. Um, and like pros loved it. And the Oatly one did make it into the top 10 from ad weeks editors. And mm-hmm. in the description, they were like, cause they're, they're, article came out Sunday night so like night of Super Bowl ad meter comes out Monday morning day after um and so in their little write up on this ad they they were like this will probably be last place on the ad meter but we loved it for xyz and then the next morning sure enough last place on the ad meter um wow. and i think the interesting part of it though is that they were kind of aware that it was going to be weird uh-huh. um they they sold out of T-shirts that said "I totally hated that Oatly ad" the night of this. Oh Storm. really? Like really? they were they were obviously already planning on selling it, so they knew that this was just going to be like this weird thing. And another point that I sorry I like looked really into this, so I'm just going to keep rattling off stuff. Oh no, no, keep going. Another thing is that this ad first aired in 2014 in Sweden. It's six years old. Oh. What? And they just decided to like use it in the Super Bowl. Um, for the American audience which is crazy it's also banned in Sweden because they like some sort of milk company lobbied about it it cannot run in Sweden it's running it's been running in other parts of Europe and other places in the world for six years and they used it as a Super Bowl spot this year um and the reason I bring that up is because the first thing that that I was sort of thinking when I saw it, I didn't know any of this stuff when I saw it the first time I was like, mm-hmm. what an arrogant CEO, like, really, like, yeah, right? huge now, you know what I mean? Like, Oatly and oat milk are huge now. Uh-huh. And you're, like, you're gonna put your CEO up here who's got an atrocious singing voice with a song that he wrote himself. Like, mm-hmm. really, like, can you have a bigger ego? You know what I mean? Like, that is exactly what I thought of. I was like, what a horrible mm-hmm. ad. Yeah, but then you realize that he recorded this probably seven years ago when oat milk wasn't a big thing, That's and crazy. especially not in the U.S. And then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a big ego. It's just a weird dude singing about milk and saying, wow, no cow, milk for humans. See, I, 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 I interpret it as like,
0: mm-hmm. like a chill CEO because I'm like, oh, wow, he's blatantly such a bad singer that he just yeah. is cool with laughing at himself about it.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that that was a, a big factor I, too. But, I see that. So. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think but I, I think admittedly, the reason that I enjoyed it was it's like taking it into the context of like, everything that Oatly has done over the past few mm-hmm. years. Like Oatly had, I mean, what, again, okay, six years ago, you talk about no one was drinking oat milk. And now I feel like if you were to bring up oat milk, the first brand you think of is Oatly, like, and it'd probably be the same way for most most people, because again, they've, they've had how many bus signs, how many, how many different points of, of contact here. Again, I, as the media guy here, you know, they, there's been a lot of work that they put into before this to make Oatly like a brand that you could even recognize in the Super Bowl. you know, uh, you know, again, three years ago, I don't know if that would be the case. That's and and also too, it falls in line with all of their, advertising that's like it's like non-advertising yeah exactly and and it's like
2: the stuff that they have written on their cartons is the same thing it's awesome I love their brand, and I did like the ad after I learned all that stuff but on first that when I first saw it I was like what the hell and I I mean I already explained what I thought of it. it made me think he was pretty arrogant especially putting his name like saying he was the CEO and putting his name up there on the spot but but after I learned more of that stuff, I was like, "This is pretty cool." Yeah, <laughs> I, I just remember
1: everyone around me being like, "Or well, uh, the the few people that were around me." Uh, I watched I watched yeah. the Super Bowl with uh, four I, of people in that. the backyard. <laughs> just as a disclaimer here, everybody, four people in a backyard, we were messed up. Um, but <laughs> but uh, everyone else just being like, "What the hell was that?" And I was like, uh, <laughs> "That was I mean, the point it of it." <laughs> it is, I mean, it is it's like, it's Oatly. Like, that's their, that's their schlock, you know? That's basically. Oatly. Exactly. Well, I'm trying
0: impressed you were able to be in a backyard in Portland at night, but, you know.
1: Or, no, in L.A., but yes. Oh, you're back in L.A. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sense. I've been back a little bit.
0: Oh, that's that's, uh, that's the city of L.A. texting you wondering why you were with four people in the backyard masked
1: up. I know, right? That's, um, that's newsome.
0: I, I was just going to ask, I was just going to say, like, We talked about at the start of this episode how GM was so effective with their Norway electrification ad because they took a concept that has traditionally been more, I don't even mean fringe in a bad way, but it's more niche interest, niche focus in our culture in the US and brought it in a way that is very mass culture, like, you know, mass uh, awareness, you know, like people are going to like Will Ferrell, people are going to like that we're making fun of Norway for Oatly, right, I feel like it's the same thing, though, but complete opposite approach. And I'm curious, like, I feel like it wasn't effective because of that. And I'm curious for your thoughts. But you have Oatly, which has steadily become this kind of niche brand. I mean, people in California know about it a lot more than people in Arizona, for example. But I feel like, you know, you even start to see it in Arizona. You see it on shelves. You start to become familiar with it over the last couple of years. And I feel like for a lot of people in America, this is really their first introduction to Oatly. And I would question, like, if you're trying to get mass adoption of something, um, it almost felt like that was like too niche of a humor or too niche of an ad to really encourage that. Because I feel like for now, the average Joe that goes into a, a, a you know a Ralph's, a Fry's, a Target, a Walmart, and they see Oatly on the shelf, they're going to think of that ad. And is that ad enough to get them to buy it? I almost wonder if it makes it feel too niche and maybe makes some consumers feel like it's just not for them, you know. Mm-hmm. i don't know
2: i yeah i, mean, I could think also you're right i think off. that's too
1: i think too that's i think i think
2: that's why it's last on the ad meter <laughs>
1: like yeah, I, oh, I exactly think you're right
2: Trent. like it's very clear that the general populace was like what the hell is this you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah exactly. and it's
2: also clear that Oatley knew that was going to be the response which is why where it gets really interesting yeah and so you're almost point, building oh, like, its that's in their
0: thing. fan base
2: yeah it's weird. It was a really interesting, that was definitely like the story of the Super Bowl, And from my perspective and saying that, meaning like from my perspective, as an advertise, like as a, uh, someone working at an agency, like that was the one that was the most interesting because of everything that we just mentioned last on ad meter in the top 10 from the professionals, a six year old ad, really weird t-shirts that talk about how bad the ad was. Obviously knowing that that was going to be the case, just a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like just a, a a lot going on there for a 30 second ad of a CEO in a field singing about oat milk.
1: Honestly, I mean, yeah. it all ties it in together. Actually effective question mark. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> see. we'll see. We'll Oatly be back in a few years or who knows, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, like I like the brand, you know, I, it, it's yeah. just interesting. It feels
1: yeah it's like how i
0: don't know again it's just it's um it's yeah how do you build a brand that can receive mass approval like it's you know like if you want mass adoption of a consumer packaged good um you kind of have to have more mass appeal but then at the same time it's like you can also just build it with a niche brand and a niche humor and let it build over time just it's just two different approaches for granted two different product you know categories but that's Mm -hmm. I also want to just take a beat. Um, we're getting up on an hour here, so we'll start to wrap up. But um, uh, I didn't think the Robin Hood ad was good. And I also think yeah. it's kind of crazy that given everything going on with Robin Hood, they didn't even look at adjusting the ad. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Oh, you know. do you know what we also didn't talk about too was the Reddit ad in that? Oh, similar. how did we oh, not? Yeah. yeah. Reddit, That was that, great. was that was
0: my ad of the Super Bowl, actually. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was clever. I I mean, I think that there was too much to read for this. I mean, but that's also the point. That's also the point. Yeah, it's I one of those things that you speed on to the audience. Huh?
0: I feel like it's one of those things that's more so a play for the, um, like the 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 uh, like the earned media. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, exactly. And I mean, the first thing that I did after I saw it was I went on to Reddit to see what that had said. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, the only
2: thing that didn't that was only it was only aired in like New York, L.A., Chicago, a couple of other big cities. So I didn't even see it. I didn't even get it served to me because it wasn't a mean. national spot. Yeah, it was only yeah. it was only in some regions. So you guys can talk much more about this one than I can. I looked it up afterwards because everyone was talking about it, but I didn't experience it during the game. It wasn't it didn't air in Phoenix, I don't think. Or if it did, I missed it. It was only five seconds. So I might have, but I don't remember seeing it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Damn. No, it was like, I mean, admittedly, it was like just a second. Like I, I had like, it's like, I looked away for a second. I looked back and I was like, Oh wait, what the hell? It's Reddit. And then it was gone. It was like that sort of an experience for me at least, which was like, Oh dang. And then I, you know, I went and looked up like, what was that? Which was
2: exactly what they wanted you to do. And everyone did. I went and looked it up the next day. I don't even think it aired in my market. You know what I mean? Like that's powerful.
1: Yeah. And also too, I mean, kudos to Reddit of like, Taking, you know, this was like an opportunity for them the past, um, you know, month, basically, and admittedly, Reddit, Reddit's valuation, uh, as a company, they're still private, but as a company has doubled uh, over Mm -hmm. the past month, essentially, after all of this Wall Street Bets business again things that happened while we were gone um fucking dude a lot has (laughs) happened the wall street revolution uh (laughs) you know occurred a few a week or two ago um
0: (laughs) this is not investing advice but (laughs)
1: 2021 you're a storm in the gates here we are but um yeah that was pretty wild. I, I mean, I don't know. It was good. It was good. Wild. I it, it feels yeah. like a,
0: like we talked about the Reddit campaign that came out last year, and that felt like a very great, I love that grand campaign. campaign, right? But this feels like yeah. a, just what better way for Reddit to appear in the Super Bowl than having their little their little robot guy pop up on the screen for five seconds and disappear? You know what I mean? It's just like it feels like the perfect playful introduction to like a, a wider audience. You know.
2: Well, and that's Reddit. So I think yeah. Reddit's like, only like, like 50 so
0: million brand. daily users. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's growing, but it's still relatively small if you compare to like Facebook or any other social media.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Um, so it's 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 a cool cool way.
1: Mm-hmm. Any uh, others okay. we
2: want to talk about? Or is I didn't that think it? Jeep
0: was good, but it seems like everyone else thinks Jeep was good.
2: Jeep. I, thought I didn't it was, think yeah. Jeep was, I thought was that
0: good was either. Garbage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I oh, thought yeah, it I was more it. of
2: a. It was more of a Bruce Springsteen ad than it was a Jeep ad. And yeah, also, yeah. Um, my boss made a really good point, too, when it was first coming up. Is He said, the first thing he said, because the ad was all about unity and being in the middle. And the first thing he said was, when has Jeep ever been a middle brand? Exactly. You and know, they, like, they've had cheap. issues the last couple of years with
0: like some huge misses in the Super Bowl. Right. Not year really, Luther King. Not sure they won. <laughs> <laughs> what was oh groundhog day yeah yeah that, yep. that's the lane they should stay in mm-hmm. it's interesting like you think about i just think about the mlk speech and like how terrible that ad was and then you know it's like okay jeep's going back to its roots they're doing groundhog's day it's funny it's just it makes you laugh that that feels like their lane and then obviously they don't have lane control on their cars i guess because they're swerving into lanes they shouldn't be in um, <laughs>
1: well you guys know about this whole thing with bruce springsteen here there, there is some backstory here that apparently for the longest recently. time that the the CEO of Jeep or one of the execs at Jeep really CMO, wanted to, I think CMO yeah it wanted you know, to have, CMO yeah wanted to have Bruce Springsteen in the spot for so long and the only way that he'd agree to do it is if he got to like basically have creative control mm, and so this yep. is it is a Bruce Springsteen ad like truly and uh yep. again yeah Jeep can't stay in their lane clearly this is a uh, be wacky yeah you it is lie.
2: it was shocking seeing last year's success which was like funny and it was a good tie-in to like every day's an adventure you know that was the message of last year's spot mm-hmm. which i haven't watched in a year and still remember you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that sort of thing where it was like yeah. the groundhog day tie-in was perfect the was message so for the brand was perfect and then they come back with this two minutes by the way a two minute long spot yeah um that is just not jeep it just didn't feel that much like jeep and to add on to that now there's been the rumors of the uh dwi that bruce got and the the ad's been pulled it's not even running right now
1: oh my god i didn't even hear about that yeah they're
2: they're investigating what happened yeah that's too bad
0: that's the thing i'm not saying that the message isn't bad i think we all crave that message especially after yeah the, you know, twenty twenty one. But the
2: crowd the spot was good too. Yeah,
0: I, who is saying it is as important as what's being said. I think with with ads like these, you know, um and it just doesn't doesn't feel like they're lame. I do want to say, and we'll we're, we're going to wrap this up here. But um let's grab a beer. We haven't talked about it at all, probably because it's just so good. um You know, there, it, it just is. Like I'm like a little emotional thinking about it. But it, it, whenever you say let's grab a beer, you always know that it's, there's going to be some depth to that conversation, right? It's more mm-hmm. than just hanging out. And, uh, what a, just a beautiful corporate master brand level ad that usually you would never think could be good. And they just mm-hmm. did such a good job pulling it all together. Um, you know, it's, it was nice. It was, a uh, yeah, I, I, I think actually, I think like that there was a lot of stuff I liked. I liked Norway, you know, I liked the Reddit ad. Uh, Jason Alexander. But I think this is the one that will stick with me the most, I think long-term just because it is such a great sentiment, especially after we are almost a year into uh, this good old life that we've been living uh, lately. It's kind of crazy.
1: I hate to always like suck up to widen, but at the same time, it's like, it's the most emotional I think I've felt from an ad since the, the Nike, uh, you know, we're coming back ad basically. But this, this one, it, I I think it was just the the thing that was so beautiful about it was this the the subtlety of these everyday moments that again anybody could have that's you know any Mm -hmm. any day you know and it's just again and I think it showed you know we had people celebrating we had people at a funeral we had a a, like people working a out wedding had a guy working in the kitchen we had it was like it was like all of this. I think just a you know you talk about America you know this Bruce Springsteen spot this is America I feel like more so than anything else yeah you know and it I don't know it just captured the significance but subtlety of those those moments so well and when you talk about where does a brand stand in your life what do they truly represent that is a, that Bud you know Budweiser Bud Light it's that's a that's that's a company that that can stake that claim that is america in that way and they i think they planted that flag perfectly because that is that's that's what it's all about you know it it really is yeah
2: what you're like for me it was just by far by far and away the most human ad you know what i mean like that was the one thing is like you talk about human Mm. connection from one the stories that they're telling but just to like the authenticity behind this the like the insight of like a beer being that sort of like, like white flag, not white flag, but like just the, the, the the tool to connect people. And there's just telling those stories in such a human way of both highs and lows. someone getting fired, uh, uh, the raining out of the wedding, you know, like all of those different things, the person who got like, knocked with the snow uh, when the, yeah. the snowplow went by. <laughs> and the guy's yeah. like, let's go get a beer. Like, it's yeah, just dude. so truthful and so human. And that's what really makes that just such... There's just such a strong connection mm-hmm. because of and that. And again, it's and the I, it big
1: was... moments and the little moments. It's the wedding yeah. and it's the, you know, you got some snow snowplow. on you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's all it's of those every moment,
0: mm-hmm. Not it's in, in the cool top 10 pretty on Admitter.
1: Yeah. No, and yeah. I, I...
2: I, it would probably make it in my top ten, but it wouldn't be in my top five. Only because back to what I was saying earlier, I don't necessarily. I think that would have been a better ad at like the Grammys or something than the, than the Super Bowl because yeah. I think it matters what the, I think it matters what like the medium or, or what's, what's happening, what the event is, and I think it from a craft standpoint and from an insight standpoint and from a story standpoint, it was the best ad. But yeah. I don't think it was the best ad for the Super Bowl, and that's yeah. the only reason that's I wouldn't put it
1: at the top. I'm, I'm right, I'm right there with you, Zach. I think it, best ad by like quality best definitely that's that it takes the cake for me a hundred percent but again not the best super bowl ad yeah so
0: an important oh boom i just burped (laughs) an important distinction (laughs) (laughs) what a better way to wrap
1: it up (laughs) better out than in i always say Uh oh we can't well
0: (laughs) oh my goodness um Guys, it's good to be back. Um,
1: it is it really a is.
0: classic, just hour six minute drop for your uh, Tuesday love and self. Um, that was a Super Bowl a crazy year, a weird weird game, weird ads, mostly bad, but some gems. So yeah, it's I guess like every other year in that sense.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised we didn't get a TikTok ad. I thought there'd be a TikTok mm. ad. I did too, but. Um, that's Just cause admittedly talking about brands that have been hitting it out of the park recently, I, I think that's one for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Capturing yeah. cultural touchstones—they didn't have a trend to capitalize on, I guess, beforehand, really. So, yeah. But anyway, valid. Can you imagine though if they did like a Super Bowl dance? Dude, all they need to do was get a couple celebrities, make a dance, and it'd be
0: honestly all they really need to do is like whenever pepsi's like rights expire freaking buy out the super bowl halftime show
1: oh wait what am i saying i'm a freaking dummy here the tiktok tick what tiktok did you guys heard about the pregame show right yeah From oh outside? i totally
0: forgot about that yeah <laughs> way over not on my
1: not radar, on but, my radar. <laughs> yeah we we're like oh where's tiktok at uh, but god we're a bunch they, of boomers they were man they were clearly there but again um <laughs> <laughs> pop <laughs> pop things twitch should be doing but uh tiktok uh tiktok definitely capitalize on that moment you know Twitch is the pro bowl right uh yes but but at the same time you know just like it, being able to like i don't know the place for streaming like yeah uh, tiktok is making itself you know they had the weekend concert uh, not too long ago to you know this is going to keep happening you know and again tiktok's just got the platform to bring all these people in and it's because it, it's because it's so easily accessible you know you can just hop in yeah and you know you, you're I watching will say,
0: if we want to talk about tiktok in the super bowl as opposed to the pregame i did see that uh 420 face 208 had a, a cutout at the game oh there
1: you go <laughs> Dude, he's trying. He's it's like his his stars waning a little bit. He's trying still. I hope he got his money.
0: Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure I think he got good. his
1: money. <laughs> he's, he's he's milking it for all it's worth. And he deserves it. <laughs> he's
0: embracing the bog, whatever the f- fuck our phrase was, and SAC. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
1: Getting the bog. What is it?
0: the the national student advertising competition had ocean spray as oh, its lead man. like a couple years back and we i
1: forget what it
0: was I, but we were well, talking about well, diving into with, the bog or something like that for the that, well, yeah
1: it was get, it was like get race the bog. The bog. I, I played uh i played rob lowe in that that <laughs> ad um that was my <laughs> we did a we we did the spot we acted it out in front of the nsac crowd i will say we didn't win you got but, best presenter uh, we though. did get a standing ovation so that's (laughs) all the victory i needed it it just
0: brings us full circle back to the ad meter versus you know i was
1: just
2: gonna say that Trent. (laughs) i was like and that's the difference between the ad meter and the (laughs) professional (laughs) reviews
1: done (laughs) there we go (laughs) there's your there's your ocean spray drop exactly gosh and that was a super bowl honestly too all right we're gonna wrap it up yeah that was yeah there we go
0: Fantastic week, fantastic month, fantastic year, whenever we're back.
1: (laughs) Uh, Peace. We're back. We're back. See you guys.